Amen. That's a Selah. Glory to God. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. All right. Welcome to Walker Ministries, where we believe in the one new man, Jew and Gentile. Glory to God. Hello. What do you say, teacher? I'm giving people a little chance to get themselves together. If y'all want to spoot up, y'all can. I won't bite. <laughs> my bark is worse than my bite. Missing a few teeth. <laughs> and y'all all right? Loosen up some. Y'all know I'm going to, I got to go through, see how y'all doing today. It is so quiet. I guess I'm in there today. Man, y'all know I'm just going to, good to see you. Come on now. All right. I know that's right. Man, we come to the word of God today to learn, right? And to grow, to be changed, right? But you need to know who you are. You know your identity is tied to your destiny. Okay, all right. All right. Mm-hmm. Y'all can tweet that. I like to have laughter. like a medicine. It's to have a good time. He has risen. He's not dead. He's not in the grave anymore. He's living alive in me. All right. Now, I got to cover some ground today. Man, I wanted to go back to the friendship, but he said, no. He said, no, don't do that. Go back. I tried. I tried to do it on my own. <laughs> he said, no, go back to what an ambassador is. Hello. We're back. Part two. Because I don't think you digest part one. Yeah. See it again. What is it when I say ambassador? It's like a hush come over. Ambassador. Hey, Elder, how you doing? All right, see, you came to get a word. You came to get fed, right? You came to be a student and learn today, right? Jesus said, come and learn of me. So if the church is teaching you anything else other than Jesus, something's wrong. Jesus said, come and learn of me. My ways. Mm, too much man. Man. Good God. You know, you know who you are? You are the plenty potentiary. Oh, y'all ain't even ready for that one. Say it five times fast. Plenty potentiary. All right, hold on. All right, I'm, I didn't even know everybody. Is the oil on this side today or the oil over here? I mean, the demons like the dry place. Where is the oil? I want to be slipping and sliding all over the place. Like, do I just need to come in through the crowd and say, hey, how y'all doing today? Hey, Ashley. Man, how y'all doing today? Well, y'all, what's, what's your name? Felicia, welcome to Welcome Ministry. And this is? Dean, how you doing? Welcome. Well, y'all, y'all welcome them? Welcome this. All right. Amen. All right. Good to see everybody. Oh, as always. It's a little bishop right there. Yeah, there, in there. All right. Just coming in here. Destiny. I'm talking about you today. Amen. All right. Glory to God. Just making sure. Just checking through, you know. You got to be able to walk through the crowd and see everybody. Hey, teacher. All right. Oh, everybody want to talk about relationship. I'm talking about relationship. I'm talking about relationship. Definitely. 
Man, y'all remember that word? I'll give it to you. Don't go be Googling it right yet. I know everybody did be Googling it. Just wait. Don't go ahead. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> they do it, man. They do it. They already looked it up. I felt that in the spirit. So on Friday was a struggle, seemed like. I was talking about our identity. Well, I was talking about, I said we, we, you were ambassadors. Ambassadors for Christ. And I, I said, well, to understand that you're an ambassador, you had to go back to that you're a citizen, that you have changed your citizenship. You've given up your citizenship. You defected, you know, to the kingdom. You left the old world into the new world. So you kind of defected. You changed, you know, your allegiance from the world to the kingdom. Correct? Yeah. Most of us should have done that already. They say, I got dual citizenship. Is that what y'all saying? Okay. We're going to find out. All right. So then I said, I, I taught you what it is to be adopted. All right. But we, we got to go back to the word. We got to go back to the word because I, I, I'm, I'm saying, well, I gotta, can I simplify this even more for you to really understand that you are an emissary, that you are an ambassador? Mm, but he gave me something. If we can, if I can get to this to the end, I got something that's going to revolutionize your thinking. He gave me, he gave it right to me. I'm like, oh, I got it. Because I'm always asking God, why don't they get it? So, you know, if you get it, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to the ones that don't get it. Okay. How do I apply it? What is this? What is the gospel? All right. Yeah, but we still don't understand that because our behavior would be different. How we interacted with each other would be different. We couldn't take you out of the presence of God. That's what Eden is. It is the presence of God. Okay. That's what Eden means, the presence of God. All right. Minister. Well, in order to talk about an ambassador, and we, we got to understand reconciliation. So we're going to go, we're going to go back. Go to 2 Corinthians 5. Well, we're going to teach today, okay? All right, I need y'all ready. You should already got you running around shouting and everything. Now you're ready to receive. Amen? Amen? All right. Let's do this. Uh, go to 2 Corinthians 5 and start at 17 and all the way to 21, but uh, we're going to go back to a couple of them, but I just want you to read it through first, okay? Without me interrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 at verse 17. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. But all things are from God, who through Jesus Christ 
reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation, that by word and deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, mm. not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation, of the restoration to favor. So we are Christ's ambassadors, God making his appeal, as it were, through us, we, as Christ's personal representatives, beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered you and be reconciled to God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, so many times you saw reconcile and reconciliation. Very important points while he's in there. So, I, man, it was hard for me not to stop you and say, did y'all see that? Did you hear that? Okay. I got a question. None of this means anything except you be in Christ. <laughs> you got to determine, are you in Christ? Hello? Okay. Because he says, if, if he says this, verse 18, go to verse 18. Verse 18, but all things are from God, who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation, that by word and deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. Okay. Now, hold on. <sighs> None of that means anything if you're not in Christ. But to be in Christ means that you are a new creature. See, new. You, you have a new nature. You're not the same. So to be in Christ... You can't be the same. So to be in Christ, you have to be born again. Well, you can't be born again and you got the same habits. You can't be born again if you got the same mentality. You can't be born again. You do the same thing. The simplicity of the gospel. Are you born again? Before we go on, before we talk about reconciling and reconciliation, the ministry of that, are you born again? But to be born again means you have to be in Christ. So can now we move on? Okay. <laughs> got to make sure. You got to make that. Reconcile means brought back together. You are brought back together. You are reunited with your 
source. Ah. Hold on. Did y'all get, hold on. I don't know if they're getting it. When you're born again, you are reunited with your source. Well, to be reunited means I have to been separated at some point. At conception. Is when you were separated from your source. Okay. Light in me be. <laughs> you were cool while you was in the womb. Okay, hold on. Y'all gonna follow me? Y'all follow me? I ain't lost nobody, right? Okay. Okay, hold on. And it says, you have been reconciled and have been giving, or he has been giving us the ministry of reconciliation. Hold on, hold on. I want to make sure that you really got this. Reconcile means to be brought back, back, back together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now he's saying, I'm giving you this ministry called reconciliation. Okay, so our job or our job assignment is to bring people to God, to the true light. It's like your portfolio. Your portfolio is reconciling people back to God. Who you know. Okay, okay, hold on. Verse 19. Put the King James up for a second, too. You can split it. Go ahead. I'm going to show you something. Verse 19. In the King James Version, it reads, To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, mm -hmm. not imputing their trespasses unto them, mm -hmm. and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Verse 20. Verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Stop right there. Now then. It's a good translation in the King James. Now then. What that means is with this thing in mind, let's explain to you who you are, who you really are. This is what, when it says now then. You say, now I'm going to explain to you who you really are. That's what it translates. That's what it means. Now then. Okay? Woo! You need to know your identity and destiny. Verse 20. It tells you your identity. Who am I in Christ? He just told you. Read verse 20. Verse 20. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. You are. So if I ask you who you are, that's who you should say you are. I'm an ambassador for Christ. That's my 
new identity. I'm Matt Roderick. My new identity is ambassador. See, I'm going to get, if y'all could just work with me just for a minute. You're, you are an ambassador. Everyone who has been reconciled to God becomes an ambassador. And that's not an ordinary person. You're not ordinary. See, it's our reality. It's how we perceive what I'm teaching you. What the word of God is saying. That you are not ordinary. You are an ambassador. An emissary of God. Reconciling the lost back to him. You're putting things back together. To its original intent and purpose. Oh, ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing. Y'all need to know. I just like when Holy Spirit take over. <laughs> All right. You're not an ordinary person. You're not, Ashley. You're not an ordinary person. No matter how you feel. Justice, no matter how you feel, you're not an ordinary person. Okay. All right. God has given us the ministry to bring people to him. So they can become righteous or be in right standing. Oh, you have a tremendous job. You have a tremendous responsibility. Oh, man. Mm-mm. See, we don't take it. We do not take who we are seriously. We really don't know who you are. Y'all just flow with me. I'm going to help you get there. Reconciliation is very important to understand. Listen. Reconciliation means bringing something or someone or a group of people together that was a part. Listen, that was a part. Maybe I just come down to in our flesh. Y'all remember that song, Reunited? Cause it, okay, felt so good. Reunited. Y'all don't think that's scripture? I'm going to show you scripturally. Okay. Some of y'all remember Pieces and Herb? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. They remember, they remember. some people in here. I'm 55 years old, so I know. They said, some of y'all, y'all parents, some of y'all parents were playing United. The beads in the head and yet, okay. Y'all know who Peaches was. <laughs> Woo! You know, let's talk about a little bit of uh, reconciliation, different types. So you got labor reconciliation. So you got two sides, arguing, strike, arguing, fight, this and the other one, my rights, do this. And all that. Then they come back together and they reconcile. Everybody happy. So I told you inside reconciliation, there's joy. Okay. All right. Okay. They don't believe me. Then you have relationship reconciliations. You know them. <laughs> you know those ones, what they involve, don't you? You know, before the reconciliation, there's arguing, there's fighting, separation. And then you decide to reconcile. 
and come together. Here we go again. Peace isn't hurt. <laughs> Normally, there's a period of rejoicing. When you get back with your spouse, you're not mad. Then you didn't never come back together. So when you reconcile, there's a rejoicing period. Yeah? Okay. Because that <laughs> which was separated has been reunited. So you've been reunited to your source. Uh-oh. When will you ever rejoice? Unless there hadn't been any reconciliation. <laughs> oh. It, it happens. You can't stop it. It's natural. When there's a separation. And then there's a reuniting. There's joy. Where is your joy? Are you reunited? Okay. Uh, of course, then there's family reconciliation. You know, you have a father or mother or even a son separated from the family for whatever reason. I know that. I'm in that right now for a period of time. And at some point, there's a reuniting. That's my prayer for my son. At some point, there's a reuniting. Amen. And there'll be reconciliation. Amen. And there's going to be joy. Man, great joy. I like that. Okay, okay. Man. So we have been given, as part of our diplomatic assignment, the restoration of relationships. Between God and man, you have that responsibility now because of this ministry called reconciliation. Yeah, I'm still talking about being an ambassador. Okay, <laughs> you have a diplomatic assignment. Everybody don't have that. You have a diplomatic assignment, DJs. I put plural on that because it's two GJs back there. You're not regular. You're not like the other children or kids at school. You're different. Okay. All right. Okay. See, until you know you're different, you won't act different. Just, I'm talking about the whole, the whole body of Christ. They understood that they were an ambassador. Okay. All right. You have been reconciled to God. So we can reconcile people back to him. Oh, what a, an assignment that is. So reconciliation are normally a cause for celebration. Like I said, right? In heaven. You don't believe me? Go to Luke 15, 7. I told you, I'm going to show you. Show you what peace and heard was singing. Luke chapter 15, Amplified. at verse 7 in the Amplified Bible. Mm -hmm. It so reads, thus I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven 
over one especially wicked person who repents, mm. changes his mind, abhorring his errors and misdeeds, and determines to enter upon a better course of life oh. than over 99 righteous persons who have no need of repentance. Woo! That would be in the church. Okay, so heaven is rejoicing when just one, that reconciliation, when he come back, when you came back, heaven rejoiced. Oh, I love this because y'all know I'm setting you up. I was going to tell you ahead of time. Woo, okay. So reconciliation is a beautiful thing, right? When you come back to God. Go to Mark 16. 15. Amplified only. Yeah, there you go. It so reads, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach and publish openly mm. the good news of the gospel to every creature of the whole human race. Mm, mm, mm. Are you doing that? Okay. Come on, ambassadors. Are you doing that? There's a hint there. Good news. Most believers don't really know what the gospel really is. The gospel is simply good news. <laughs> it's simply good news. When the gospel is preached, things should get better. When the gospel is preached, things should get better. Okay, okay. Let me say that again. You know, when I was reconciled. Uh-oh, y'all ain't ready. When I was reconciled, when pastor, won't pastor then, when I was reconciled back to Christ, the porn industry took a decline. Oh, y'all want to be fake in here, right? No, when I, re when I reconciled to God. Okay, when some of you got married, husband and wives, when you got married, guess what? Infidelity declined. Because you were reconciled back to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And some of you, when you were just drinking a whole lot, guess what? They got an overstock now, a liquor. Because you stopped, because you were reconciled back to God. All right, go ahead and put your vice in there. Because when you got reconciled back to God, things changed. If you were reconciled back to him. Okay. They took a massive decline, a hit from pastor. It took a hit from me. Electricity, everything. I got more money now because I don't spend that much time. Watch. Okay. See, I'm just trying to tell you. Y'all want to be faking here. I am delivered. Some of y'all ain't. Some of y'all still sowing into that kingdom, that wrong kingdom. Some of y'all still sowing in the wrong kingdom. My God, y'all ain't. You got to be free. If you're free, you 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 can't be an emissary. You can't be an ambassador. You ain't free. Okay, 
going to help you with that. See, the gospel of the kingdom causes good things to happen. Yeah? Okay, okay. My relationships. When I reconcile back to my creator, my relationships got better. I could treat my wife better. Okay. My, uh, I had better health. I had more compassion. My heart changed. Y'all, okay. My love grew. My understanding. The wisdom, the knowledge I got, all of this changed because of the gospel, because of my reconciliation back to my creator. The, the gospel changes you. It changes everything around you. Okay. All right. All right. The gospel now. You got to have the true gospel. Mm. And the world can't tell if we have the good news because we look so depressed. Yep, yep. The world, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. the world can't tell if we got the good news. Mm. We so depressed. We look more depressed than them. They be like, "Can I help you, my brother?" Mm. <laughs> Do you know Jesus? No, nah, I don't know him. Then you don't either. I'm serious. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. We complain about everything. We have no patience. And they see it. They see that we're not faithful. They see we're not committed to nothing. Okay. All right. Muslims play, pray five times a day. They don't care what kind of deal they're cutting. We're praying. They don't care what deal is being on the table. No, we praying right now five times a day. Christians? You, you open up intercessory prayer. You, you know, church got 50 people. Intercessory prayer, you got three people show up. Not here. Not here, though. It should be the same. See, that's an imbalance. That's something wrong. If you have more people on a Sunday service than you do have prayer. Something's wrong. Prayer is what sustains yes. the church. Yes. Prayer is what sustains and keeps the heads around us. Yes. Prayer does. Okay. Woo. My God. Mm, mm, mm. Can I continue? Man. They don't want Jesus because it don't look good. That sounds like bad news. Not good news. Mm -mm. I got bad news today. That's what the saints is coming bringing to the world. I got bad news today. Can't you see me? I'm struggling here. I got bad news. I'm depressed. I don't forgive nobody. That's bad news. You can't win people to Christ like that. And you can't win them to Christ saying you're going straight to hell. How you doing? You can't win them that way either. 
You can't win them Christ. You can't win them to Christ like that. But that's what we do sometimes. The Bible says, he that wins souls is wise. They don't want to come. They don't want to know. Okay, here we go. Wherever Jesus went, good news showed up. <laughs> Wherever you show up, should be good news. Not, oh, Lord, here they come again. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You supposed to be like him. When Jesus stepped into, when he, he stepped into the scene, he would say, he said, hello, be of good cheer. <laughs> I and I are here. <laughs> I and my father are here. Yeah, I got you. That's what he said. Hey, be a good cheer. And the father are here. Okay, they're busting to the scene. They talking. Mm -mm. We should have the same mental or mentality as Jesus. So wherever we go, good news should show up. Just because you showed up, the atmosphere should change for the better. Yeah. Not a dark cloud. Did y'all see that just entered into the sanctuary? So this atmosphere, because of the joy that we have, because of our reconciliation, it should be joyful in here. Be so thick you can cut it. I'm telling you, we don't know how, we don't know what an ambassador is. We don't know. Okay. All right. I'm trying. I'm trying. I want some conception in here today. I want to go talk about the friendship. No, he said, go back to this. I'm, I'm battling back. Not really sure. Should I? I mean, I had like 14 pages. I'm like, okay. Here we go. That's right. I'm ready. Whenever he said, go, go. Whatever he said you need, I'm going to be there to deliver. That's my job. It's not about what I think. It's what the king said. Oh, Okay. <laughs> people lives so less people lives are supposed to change and get better mm -hmm. because of you not that you said anything not that you said it. that's your best witness sometimes you don't have to witness to show up on the scene see if they know what you stand for they know your character they, they know your light just shining. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, brother. Let's let your light shine. Mm -mm -mm. That's a witness. Don't y'all know that? That's how you witness. Your countenance first is what they see. They don't see that you don't know scripture or that you do know scripture. All right? All right. Whew. My whole life got better when I reconciled back to God. I'm going to say it again. My whole life got better when I reconciled my life back to God. Now watch this. I didn't say it got easier. See, and that's what we want. We want it to be easier. I didn't say that. I said it got better. 
There's a difference. Woo! What got better? My fight of faith. My fight of faith should be easier and better because I'm in Christ. Now the things that were tear me down and destroy me, they don't. Because now, ooh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I have a governor. Y'all ain't ready. Mm, 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 mm. You should feast on the word. Just like when you go to your buffet and you just feed yourself. You should feed yourself when you come here for the word. I'm ready to receive. Keep it coming. Pull on the anointing. So I can pray more. So I can study more. So I can deliver more. So I can stay pregnant. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Bible said when the word of God coming to a man, he's a new creation. You don't know me. It changes who you are. It changes everything around you. Paul said, no, no man after the flesh. No, no man after the flesh. See, you don't know. Okay, I'm going to get here. You don't know me. Hmm. Did we do Mark 15, 16? 15, 16. Yeah, yeah, now we're going 15, 16. Go ahead. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Mark chapter... 15 at verse 16. It so reads, Then the soldiers led him away to the courtyard inside the palace, that is the praetorium, and they called the entire detachment of soldiers together. You know what? It was, it was 15, 16, 15. <laughs> Stuff happened. So is. It's still the word of God. He said to them, go. There you go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Into all the world. There you go. We're going to be in there. Just listen. That's what he wanted to say. Praise the Lord. Amen. God. <laughs> Got to get you back now. God want you to benefit from the good news. Mm-hmm. Man, the gospel is so good. I mean, for real. If it's so good, man, you'd be like, man, you stupid. <laughs> if you don't want to come to the kingdom. The benefits are literally out of this world. <laughs> literally, the benefits are out of this world. You really want, that's right. You really want to come over here. See, so when I witness, see, see you don't understand. <sighs> God, your gifting, listen, heightens your gift. You know, you're, what am I saying? Your, your gifting, your gifting, your gifting amplifies your assignment. Amen. He that wins souls is wise. 
Use that when you witness. You witness with your gift. Okay. Woo. When Jesus said, go into all the world, he was commissioning. That was a commissioning ceremony, correct? And when he said, I'm giving you, this is what he was saying. When I commission you and you go into all the world, what he is saying is, I'm now I'm giving you credentials. I'm giving you credentials to do it. Okay, you don't believe it? Go to John 20. Mm-mm-mm. Some of y'all don't have your credentials. Mm-hmm. And trying to go into all the world. Come on. John 20, 19 through 22. John chapter 20 at verse 19. Then on that same first day of the week, Mm -hmm. when it was evening, though the disciples were behind closed doors for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace to you. Stop, stop. Mm -mm. See there? Whole atmosphere changed. Jesus came in. They was in fear. Jesus busting the door. Mm -mm. Peace. Change the whole atmosphere. That's see y'all not doing that when you go to your home. Poof. Peace. That's what you're not doing. Jesus should be your example. They were in fear. The Jews were in fear. They were in fear, he said. Jesus cuts on the scene, changed the whole atmosphere. Peace, y'all. Shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. But you in fear. Perfect love was what? Cast out all. No, some of it. A little bit. A portion. All. So that's what he did as soon as he went in there. Good God Almighty. We miss this every time. Okay, <laughs> I'm excited. Here we go. Go ahead, finish. Verse, tw- verse 20. So saying, he showed them his hands and his side. And when the disciples saw the Lord, they were filled with joy. Oh, here we go. Didn't I tell you? Now they were filled with joy. That's right. <laughs> it's right there, y'all. It's right there in the word. So every time the Lord comes and you present yourself, guess what should happen? Joy. But you got to be in Christ. I can't, I can't go any deeper. Okay. All right. It's right there. Okay. All right. Okay. Go to, go to Matthew 6. 9 through 10. Amplified. Woo, come on. We got to get this thing going. Matthew chapter 6 at verse 9. Pray therefore like this. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed, kept holy, mm-hmm. be your name. Verse 10. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. Stop. Woo! He's representing heaven on earth, Jesus. Then he tells us the same way that he was sent to represent heaven on earth, we are to represent heaven. On earth. We are sent to represent heaven on earth. I told you we got to understand what an ambassador is. He has an embassy that he lives in. But it's not his native home residence. That's not where he lives. Okay. I, I got something here. We don't understand our identity. An ambassador is a special person with special status. But our problem is, we think we refugees. That's how the, that's how the believer operates in the kingdom. We act like refugees. They, they're just happy to be in the country. And wherever you put me, I'm happy. No, you are an ambassador. You have a right to be in the country. Oh, man, you are authorized to be here. <laughs> At refugee, that's not his, Just put me anywhere. I don't care. Okay, y'all. Okay. Oh, you're authorized to be here. Go to John 20, 22. Mm -mm. I like the way the word just flow. Go here, go there, go here, go there. He's speaking, he's speaking. Come on. John chapter 20 at verse 22. And having said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Woo! Hold on, read that again. That was good. And having said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. And he said, what he's saying here, I'm commissioning you. This is what he did. I've just commissioned you. I sent you out, and now I'm giving you some, uh, I've given you some authority. I'm giving you the authority when I breathe the Holy Spirit. Hold on. He's saying, you will receive what he was saying here. I breathe the Holy Spirit on you. I've given you power. Now, now what he's saying. Now, what he's saying now because of the uh, governmental terminology that we're using here. What he really said, and I told you, keep that word, plenty. What? Potentiality. This is what he was just saying. I've given you that now. I've given you, listen, I've given you the governing power. I've given you the governing power. So that governing authority is, listen, in your new life is not only, listen, not did only Jesus just give them or commission them uh, to go out, but he gave them power now to go out. Right. So you, you don't, you're not just going out. You're different. Mm -hmm. your, your life, now you have the governor. Mm -hmm. okay. You have the Holy Spirit, the paracletes, the one working alongside of you. You have the plenty potentiary. I'm going to show you what that is. Y'all want to know what that is? So if you go in there. 
They're like, what is the plenipotentiary? If they hadn't already looked it up. I want to make sure because this is it's a deep one. Uh, hold on. Plenipotentiary. It's a person, especially a diplomat. So you don't see yourself as a, as a diplomat. You just see yourself as, you know, hey, I'm, I'm just Frida. No. Frida said, not now. Not after this word. I'm a diplomat. Okay. I'm a plenty potentiary. A person, especially a diplomat, invested with the full power of independent action on behalf of their government, typically a foreign country. You got, pull, you got full power of your government backing you. And they only give that to diplomats. You have the full power of the kingdom. Set your angels on charge. Okay. Now you have full of power. Can't nobody bother me. Oh, man. Woo. Let me find my, let me find my spot now. I lost my spot. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Plenty potentiary. That's what you are. Here we go. Here we go. So you've been appointed and you've been anointed. Anointed means that you've been anointed to do. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when I smear the oil on you, that anointing is for you to do. That's what it anointed me. You've been appointed now. You've all been anointed to do. Everybody in here been anointed to do. Oh, okay. You got to decide that you want to do it. Mm-mm-mm. Jesus commissioned us, and he sent us with power. So you've been appointed, anointed, and given Credentials. It's different when you don't have credentials. You've been given credentials to represent the king. An ambassador walks with a sense of identity. An ambassador walks with an elegance, with dignity, and a sense of awareness. This is what an ambassador does. An ambassador uh, has been chosen. It's an awesome thing to be chosen. No, okay, hold on. You're not awesome in your oneself. You're awesome because of the awesome one who chose you. That's why you can be awesome. Yeah? Don't let anyone underestimate you. Who you really are. Don't let anyone do that. Okay, amen. Got a witness back there. You are a credential diplomat. You have legal papers from the king. 
hold up in any court of law. <laughs> okay. Sealed with his blood. <laughs> if you have been given an assignment, it's important to understand who you are. If you don't understand who you are, you will be will you will you will be willingly operating below your statue. If you don't know, it said if you have been given an assignment and you have, it's important to understand who you are. If you don't understand who you are, you will act below your status and below your privileges. Mm-mm-mm. You must first understand your identity, and then you have to understand your destiny. Okay? Your identity is tied into your assignment. Oh, my goodness. You need to know how to carry out your assignment. So to understand your assignment, you need to know or who an ambassador is. Okay? The Bible says we are ambassadors. So this is why I want us to go back in to find out exactly what an ambassador does. And he provides reconciliation for the lost world. What a great call. Mm. I think if we really understand or understood who we are, it's going to radically change our lives and our relationships with each other and the world. Amen. See, that's the problem. We don't really understand who we are. Yeah. No, we don't. Because yeah. we're not performing in our assignments. And I say your destiny is attached, it's attached to that. Yeah. Don't make it a mystery. It's not a mystery. <laughs> you got to understand your sonship, you got to understand the new nature that you have, how to operate in it. An ambassador is simply an authorized messenger. And we have some unauthorized messengers. Mm. We got plenty of unauthorized messengers. Just don't let that be you. Mm -hmm. See, back in the day, the king would select an ambassador. And he was set before the king and the king would explain what he wanted to communicate to the other kings. And he said, you are my emissary. In other words, you are going in place of me. And the ambassador would go to the foreign country and he would have a message. And the message was from the king. So the king of that foreign country would address that Amba or that ambassador as this. Hi, your excellency. This is how he would address the ambassador. This is how he would address the messenger as your excellency. Because he's representing the excellency. Okay, okay. He wasn't your excellency, but he represented your excellency. Your excellency authorized by your excellency. So you have, 
you actually have the right to be called your excellency. Okay, saint. Okay, ambassador. Okay, son. Oh, I'm just saying you have the right. Okay, all right. Oh. You're on a mission, right? From your excellency. Right? You have a message, right? From your excellency. So like I said, you should be addressed as your excellency. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ambassador is an authorized messenger, a representative. Now watch this. He is a re-presenter. He's a representer. Re means to do again. Present means to put on display. That means we are to display the characteristics and the attributes of the kingdom of God on earth, right? We are to we are supposed to do it over and over and over again. A re-presenter. Re means to do over. Present means to put on display. We are to do that over and over again. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. You're an ambassador. Everywhere you go, you are displaying the attributes of the king. So the only way the world can understand who the king is, is by what we put on display. Woo! We arguing. We don't love each other. We got the worst family. Husband and wife can't stand us. This is what. See, you think what you do in the privacy of your home is not seen. You forget we are the body of Christ. <laughs> yeah, you do. Woo! Y'all getting it? <laughs> My goodness. Okay. Here we go. Representer. Representer. You are representing. You putting on. So the only way the world can understand who the king is, listen to this, is by what we put on display. And if you don't understand or identify, let me see. If we don't understand our identity, listen to this. If we don't understand our identity. We put on the wrong display. Mm -hmm. Which is the problem with the church today. The world, listen to this, the world sees us as the same as them. Because we're doing the same thing that they do. There's no separation. That's what. Holiness, that's what kadosh means. It means separate. That's sanctified. That means set apart for God. The world doesn't see us as a separate entity. 
We bring them in all our music. Oh, excuse me. We go to all of their music. Mockery. Mm. See, when the king sends you out, you can't change the message. God gives us a prescripted message. Okay. When you enter into the territory, you can't say, well, I think. What you think is irrelevant. Because you're not representing yourself. That's a problem. That's a problem. You're representing the king of kings. So when you go out in the world, when you go out, you have to say, my king says this. See, this is wrong with a lot of pastors when they get on TV. They're afraid to say what the king said. They're afraid to say what he said about LGBT or homosexuality. No, the king says this. I'm not worried about what I say. My, it doesn't matter what I think. The king says this about it. I can't change the message. See, but, but I'm telling you, you're representing you. This is why when you see them late, you're representing you. This is why you won't say what the king said. He gave you a prescripted, listen, already message. My God says this. See, but no, they, get them, they won't say it because they're saying, it's me. You care what they think. Okay. All right. We won't get the note. Okay, I'm, I'm going to mess with everybody. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's not about your feelings. It's about what the king said. I don't care what Oprah said. I don't care what the Breakfast Club said. I definitely don't care what Steve Harvey said. It's what the king said. But see, this is what we do. We weigh what they say. We weigh what they say. Speak the truth in love. We care what Congress says. Mm, mm, mm. While we are on this earth, we are representing the most high until we die. Mm -mm. K-O-G, kingdom of God. 757, K-O-G. 757. That's what we do. Amen. Woo! Woo! That's what we do. Everything, everything you see, every time you see me, I'm going to be representing the, the Most High God. Every time you see me. We represent, listen, we represent his values, his mores, his principles, listen, of our government. We rep, that's what we represent. Mores. Y'all know what mores are? The essential or characteristic custom and conventions of a community. That's what we represent. We can't listen to what the world says because the world didn't give us the message. We can't carry their message. It doesn't work. If the message of the world work, then things should be getting better. But look at the brutality that's going on in our world. 
The good news changes everything around you and about you. Because I have received, listen to this. Now I'm going to help y'all with this. Y'all want listen. Because I received the good news. Because I, Pastor Rod, old sinner man, because he received the good news. Let me see if this is true. Because I received the good news, your life is changing. Mm. So then. Someone's life should be changing because you received the good news. So my new, listen, because I received my life, your life is changing. Everything around me, all the people around me are changing. Mm-hmm. Come, come on, say I'm changing. Okay, all right. Because I have the good news. That's what an ambassador does. So when you're around me, you feel better. Come on, Avery. When you're around me, you feel better. Everybody was in my office, the praise scenes. You all feel better today, didn't you? You should feel better. Somebody should feel better when they're around you, too. They shouldn't feel worse. You got the kingdom. You got light. Okay. All right. Amen. You know why you feel better? Because I have credentials. That's why. And you should feel, they should feel better around you because you have credentials. You have a right to carry the word of God. What's the difference between the world system and... <laughs> What's the difference between the world system and God's system. The world system can create technology and they have you know, solutions for everything except the human problem. We have smartphones, but not smart people. <laughs> technology is trying to allow and manipulate your DNA, trying to find that, that one code that's missing that came from the fall that man can live forever. Even in the DNA structure, they can see that an event happened in everyone's DNA. Yep. Wow. It's called the fall of Adam. So they're trying to fix that. So they, they, they think that they can help you live forever. Through technology. That's right. That's all you need. Man. Hold on. Oh no. Oh no. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Teacher, come back. You got to come back. You can't go. Okay. I got some time. <laughs> it was, it was, wasn't it? I had about half an inch hang time there. <laughs> man, okay, here we go. Oh, man, because I, I want her to. I'm actually going to finish. I think I am, y'all. I think I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to finish. Woo! All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Hmm. An ambassador doesn't represent a democracy. Hmm. Mm -mm. You can't vote on the message. You can't vote on the message. In a democracy, you can vote. By the people, for the people, right? 
This is not a democracy. <laughs> it's a monarchy. Has one ruler. Okay? Like the monarchs? Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Woo, so here we go. Oh, I'm really about to be done. Y'all getting out. I need her now. Now she's gone. I need her in here. <sighs> okay. I'm going to tell you again. You cannot vote it. You can't vote, you can't vote on the message. You either take it or you leave it. All right. It's either up to you. We got a lot of people changing the message. Which changes the people. You got to be careful. He said, take heed to what you hear and how you hear. Satan is an evil genius. He's cunning. He's not right up in your face. You got to be careful what you hear. Does it line up to the word uh, and the will of God? And then he's entrusting you to carry that word. Paul said, I have kept the faith. I've kept it intact. Fight the good fight of faith. Paul said he was an emissary. I mean, that's what an apostle is. Mm. My God. Let me tell you what an ambassador again. Make sure we got this. An ambassador is an official envoy. Especially a high-ranking diplomat who represents a state and is usually accredited to another sovereign state or to an international organization as the resident representative of their own government or sovereign or appointed for a special and often temporary diplomatic assignment. That's a whole lot there, ain't it? Thank God we're recording. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let me see. I got another scripture in here. I think I do. Should go here. A lot of us have been affected by the wrong messengers. The wrong emissary, the wrong ambassador. And it's affected how we hear, how we receive, how we learn, how we move forward. This is why it's so important to be at the right place at the right time. Amen? Yeah. I mean, you also have diplomatic, as I said, immunity. You know, you can go in another foreign country and commit a crime, you know, vehicular murder or something, and they cannot prosecute you. See, but in the kingdom, this is why he said the just man falls. See, in ours, you can get it's called grace now, God's love toward you. But if you love him, you won't want to continue to sin. You can't keep using the diplomatic immunity. Yeah. 
what happened is you moved out of jurisdiction. Now the laws of the land apply to you. Okay. I want you to notice something. The word resident representative. So when you are on earth, you are a resident on the earth. You are a representative of the kingdom of God. I'm almost finished. Your true identity is not the earth. Your true identity is heaven. Herein lies where the problem is. I asked God, he said, he said, this is where the problem is. Right here. Listen to this. Your true identity is not the earth. Your true identity is heaven. And here lies the problem with us. Okay. He, he, he did. He gave it to me. This is what the problem with everybody. This is how, this is what it, this is what's wrong. I said you were born again. Oh, man. I said you were born again. He said this is where the problem is. Right here. Your true identity is not the earth. Your true identity is heaven. Here is the problem. Stop just for a moment. And think about what I just said. Take, take, think about what I said. Teacher, we think that the earth is our reality. We think the material world is our reality. Why do I feel like that? Why? Why do I feel like that? You think the earth is your reality. And heaven should be your reality. You got it flipped. He said you are now born from above. Here lies the problem. You are born from above. Minister Brian, the legal entrance into this world is through the womb of a woman. Jesus was here legally. He had to come through the womb of a woman. I told a lot of us men come to God. Guess what? Through a woman. Most of men are saved because of a woman. Okay, hold on. Hold on. You're born from above now. The legal interest of the world, of this world, is through the womb of a woman. The flesh reality. The sense realm. So wherever you're born from is your reality. 
You are now born from above. That should be your reality. What is flesh is flesh. Go to John 3. Oh, y'all missing this thing. Woo! See, because you were born here, this is where the flesh is born. This is where your senses is born. But you're not here anymore. You're born from above. The reality of your birthplace is not a reality to you now. This is why you struggle with spiritual things. This is why we struggle with the word of God because it's spiritual. I'm going to ask you again. Are you born again? Read that. John 3, 6 and 8. And I'm ending here. John chapter 3 and verse 6. What is born of or from the flesh is flesh. Of the physical is physical. And what is born of the spirit, spirit. is spirit. Verse 7. Marvel not. Do not be surprised, astonished at my telling you. You must all be born anew from above. The wind blows, breathes where it wills, and though you hear it sound, yet you neither know where it comes from nor where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. The Ruah HaKodesh. This is our issue with us. You are here as a resident, but your home is in heaven. This is just an embassy. And an embassy has protection. And the ambassador has rights. He's governed not by the land that he's in, but where he's from. Your reality. See, you still see what is flesh is flesh. You were born here. And wherever your birth is your home. You're born now from above. This is why you have to be a new creation, a new creature altogether. Heads are still in the head and the dirt in the head like still, still. Y'all still got to get this. This is how we operate. This is how we operate. This is how we operate. You're operating still from the earth. What's flesh? From the earth realm. The sense realm. This is how you operate. This is how you deal with each other. This is how your relationships are. But you are born from above now. You're born of the water. And you hear the scripture say, you're born now of the water and spirit. Well, the water represents the cleansing of the, of the word. Just like when you give birth through that birth canal, what breaks? The water. But now it's the word. Now it's the spirit. Am I helping anybody? That's why that's there, because you are truly born again. Except the man be born by the water. And it says, and if you do the other trend, it says, even the spirit. Oh my God, that's it. I, I got nothing else. I'm done, I'm empty. I got it out. I just need us to get this, man. I need us to get this. See, this one, you're going to have to get it up. We got to get it up, and you're going to have to go back, and you're going to have to listen again. 
And you're going to have to listen again. So then you'll be able to go out and display what you need to display. Come on now. Woo! I don't know what else to give them. <laughs> Teacher. <laughs> you are born again. You're not earthbound. You're just, listen, a temporary resident here. Your new home is earth. We don't, that's the problem. We know nothing of our homeland. Well, all right. <laughs> we know nothing of our new homeland. This is why it's not, this is why it's so unfamiliar. This is why it's so, you're so familiar with here. You're so familiar with here. You're supposed to have died here. Now, as he is, so are we. You're in the world, but you're not of the world no more. Your allegiance has changed. Your citizenship has changed. I hope it has. Hey, teacher. Woo! Phenomenal teaching. Man. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The word of God brings life and illumination. Today we should really have receive some insight as to really who we are because the life that we have been living is not the life that God has intended for us to live. When you realize how you're thinking and how you're living and your status and your performance, your performance in life is not where it should be according to the word of God, you are not living according to how God has called you to live. And you should command and demand the things that God has prepared for you. Amen? Amen. And an ambassador is something you can always clap. An ambassador, I, I, I thank you, Pastor, because you brought so much uh, insight as to really how we are to think and how we are to exist. This is why we are experiencing so much, so many um, toxic relationship and way of thinking and, and our state of mind is uh, unresting and uneasiness. I was asking Holy Spirit Pastor this morning between yesterday and today because Pastor kept asking me what was going on with me. He said, what's wrong, babe? What's, I mean, you're not even, you're not talking to me. I don't, you know, I don't feel we're, we're connected. He was in one room studying and I was in an, another room trying to study and uh, I was, I didn't know what I was experiencing until this teaching. And this is what's supposed to happen. When you hear the word of God, there should be an answer to a question that is received. It should be something about you that you receive that now you can change for the better. Amen. Amen. Because if that's not happening, then you're not conceiving the word of God. So I was asking, I said, Lord, what, what's going on with me? What, what is this state of mind that I'm experiencing? And he said, well, I, no, I, I asked, I said, why am I feeling disturbed? I'm feeling disturbed. I'm not a person who uh, worry or I'm just, that's just not me. Uh, no matter the situation of circ or circumstance, but I was feeling disturbed. 
And I realize now throughout my life in ministry as a teacher why I feel disturbed. I feel disturbed when we are not growing as we should. I feel disturbed when the enemy uh, is overtaking our mind and the way that we think and uh, we're not living according to how God has caused us to live. I'm disturbed because I feel like Apostle Paul felt I, this in this earth because I'm not familiar as I grow deeper and mature more in the spirit of God, the more I am disturbed being here. See, I'm not, there is no, there is nothing of this earth that can fill the void besides the presence of God. So the more I'm maturing in the spirit, the more I'm disturbed about being here. See, as in an ambassador, I... I truly, uh, the, the things I'm walking and, and I'm on the campus and I'm in the store, I don't know about you, but this life, I'm not familiar with it anymore. So I feel, see, my spirit feel disturbed. See, we normally get disturbed because of something we want or someone's not acting right or we're not acting right or whatever's going on in our life. But my disturbance is because of where I want to go and what I understand about this life and, and the reality of my true life as a believer. I'm disturbed when I, I see a believer not at their full capacity of performance. See, I don't think we really believe no one cares like that. That's right. I don't think you really believe that I care the way that I care, Chef, when I... See, I don't even have to talk to you, but I know that you're not... You have a desire to go to another level, but you're not there yet, and things are in your way, and I'm disturbed because I see the struggle. And I know the potential and the greatness and the soundness of mind and, the, and just the richness of life that God has given us, but we have not yet obtained it. Excellent. I know now, Pastor, my disturbance. I'm truly born again. See, in... Old things are passed away, my old life. See, faith causes your past to dissipate. It causes it to evaporate. Faith does. And it says, behold, look, look, all things are new. Look, the way that you think, that you used to think, you don't think like that anymore. Behold, look. <sighs> this new life, this new birth, there's a washing 
of your old ways of thinking. There's a washing away. This new creation in Christ, it brings you to a place of your spiritual location. In Christ, when you're born again, you live. Your residence is located in Christ. See, I'm not, I'm not moved. We're not supposed to be moved now by the things of this world. Of the things of situation and people and, and how they treat you or not treat you. Because, see, I'm on assignment. And nothing and no one can get in my way. You can either go with me. Or I'm going by myself because I'm on assignment. See, and I beg to differ too. I got to wait for you. I beg to differ because an ambassador, he is a messenger. And not only the messenger, but his message has to be communicated with urgency to do. When an ambassador come into your life, okay. he come with a message that should provoke you to urgency okay. to walk alongside of me because in the new life, I'm reconciling you back to your original state. There is an urgency, Felicia, that you get back to your original state. There's not a waiting. There is an urgency that you be back to your original mind and way of thinking. Because if you stay in that state of mind too long, it will destroy you. There is an urgency, hear me people of Christ, that comes with the, the messenger and what he has to say or she has to say. It's with love, but it should be with strict urgency. It's a command. What's happening with where we're void of the reality of our new birth is because our environment is not the resurrection of Christ. We should live in an environment of the resurrection of Christ. Meaning that should be your state of mind. That environment causes a commingling of lives. Your identity and Christ's identity. There is a commingling of identities. The life and also nature of Christ. We are to beg, plead, to reconcile those to come alongside you. There should be an anointing on your life so much so when someone comes into your presence that they want to come alongside of you. See, because they can sense some greatness. Uh -huh. They can see you're going somewhere important. 
Come on, y'all. Y'all not with me. They can see that, wait a minute, I've been standing still. Wait a minute, there's some things that God has for me, and I haven't went after it. I haven't staked claim upon what God has for me. There should be a shared hope inside of you that causes someone else to hope where there was hopelessness. See, this is, this is my life. Is that I present a shared hope that you see the need to hope and desire to go after your destiny. Amen. I'm provoking Frida that you go after your destiny. Amen. I, oh, come on, Holy Spirit. This thing is real for me. We are the body of Christ. I get no joy being in a place of soundness and peace and wholeness when my sister or brethren is not at that place. I want you to feel this shared hope that I have for you. This is what the ambassador do. He, he or she has a ruling authority that you function, Felicia. That you function properly. And it saddens me that the performance, this is why I've been disturbed for the past two days. And I'm like, Lord God, what is this disturbance? And it just simply means, even in more of my study and meditation and what I have to do and what I see and the great hope that God has for us, this is not church, this is life. This is life. And I realize why I'm perceived so incorrectly. Because of the great hope I have for you. Don't get mad at me that I want you to excel. And I will do whatever's necessary to get you there. Because it's not about your feelings. It's about you wanting to get to your destiny even, even more intensely than I want for you. Because it's your destiny. This is my disturbance. That I have a greater hope for you than some of you have for yourself. I truly even beseech you and beg of you that you would take hold of your new identity. That you are an ambassador. An ambassador is a messenger of the highest rank. That's right. That's right. You have a ruling authority. And you're not like the world. You're supposed to rise above your situation and your circumstance. Every believer is supposed to be great. There is nothing ordinary about you. I'm just going to end here because I, I, I just want to share with you my, my few days. 
I thank God that he's, he has us in a place to where we begin to understand who we are. And it's not good enough for us to stay where we are. And sometimes it's going to hurt leaving the place where you're at to get to where you need to be, to bring those that were where you were at to where you're going. They won't understand, and they're going to reject you, and they're going to think you're turning your back on them. But you have to do it. You have to do it for them and yourself. You have to leave that place of being average. About just being, oh, this is just going to be my life. You have to leave that place. And to leave that place, you have to leave your way of thinking. And you have to leave some people. And the things that you're doing because it's keeping you in that same place. It's time out for the meaningless getting together and social event. You have a purpose, assignment, and a destiny. You have a prosperous life awaiting for you. But you have to leave from where you're at to get there. Because you are an ambassador for Christ. You are born from the kingdom of God. You've been born from above, which means that you, you've been born to always be elevated above all your situations, your circumstances, and the way you feel. Amen. Amen. It's time now for the ministers to come up front. It's time for prayer.